Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. When we launched Sales Hiring Straight Talk and our mission of helping sales leaders make better hires, the world we lived in then is not the world we live in today. It isn't. Working remotely and virtually is our new normal now. So upcoming Sales Hiring Straight Talk podcasts are going to focus on helping you continue to do your job and hire, if need be, in a very challenging environment. With that in mind, some sales leaders are furloughing salespeople, but there are still some who need to hire. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have an empty sales ter- territory that has to be filled, or gratefully, your company is experiencing greater demand for your product and service. And because of these things, you might need to be hiring now. The unique situation today is that many of you will have to do all of your hiring remotely, where before you probably met candidates in person at least once or twice. Now you have to rely on the telephone in video conferencing exclusively. That's right. We are usually face-to-face during much of the hiring process, but maybe now you have to do this entire hiring thing remotely. So Suzanne, how do you do that? Indeed. How do you do that? Well, here are some suggestions for conducting a completely virtual interview process as successfully as possible, given everyone being at home. Don't skip any steps. Add a couple of important questions to the interview. Look for consistency in the candidate's behavior, even virtually. Get ready for surprises. Hire for a 90-day trial period. And lastly, be sure and conduct reference and background checks. Good list, but let's dig a little deeper into each one of those. So tip number one, don't skip any steps. Let's recap the six-step process that we've been talking about in previous Sales Hiring Straight Talk podcasts, and that is the phone interview, the assessment, a first interview, the second interview, references and background checks, and finally, the job offer. Being virtual doesn't mean you're going to skip any of these steps. You want to carry through on your interview process just like always. And tip number two, add a couple of important questions to the interview. In addition to things you are normally looking for in a candidate, ask questions around how independently they needed to be in previous positions and how they learned about the job apart from any formalized sales training. Because unfortunately today and for the foreseeable future, they're going to be on their own a great deal. So that brings us to tip number three. You want to seek alternative ways to see if they're consistent. One of the reasons Suzanne and I advise sales leaders to conduct this second interview with the candidates is to make sure that they are the same person that you met and liked the first time. So maybe via video conferencing, speak with the candidates at least twice and use separate days and do different times of the day, maybe early morning and late afternoon. How is this candidate in the morning versus the late afternoon? And even though it's all remote, you got to really still observe the behavior for consistency. Important advice. Tip number four, prepare for surprises. Candidates may interview for the position with a baby on their lap. Maybe crying. Could be a cranky three-year-old coloring right next to them, a spouse or older children accidentally interrupting the conversation, an elderly parent that can't be left alone, or last but not least, a long-awaited grocery or other delivery. And there may be nothing the candidate can do about this. These are really different times, aren't they, Suzanne? Very much so. 
So on tip number five, have a 90-day trial period. Let the candidate know during the interview that you'll be hiring them with this 90-day trial period or minimum performance goals uh, set for 30, 60, and 90 days with a review of their progress on days 31, 61, and 91. Knowing they're being hired for a probationary period causes the candidate to bring greater focus to the job in these early days. And on that subject, Suzanne, you have a book, The Accidental Sales Manager, which, by the way, is available on Amazon. And you go into greater detail about hiring reps for a 90-day probationary period, right? I do. Thanks for mentioning that, Jennifer. I appreciate it. That brings us to tip number six, the last one. References and background checks matter even more now. Jennifer and I have often said these two important parts of the hiring process can get skipped due to time constraints on the part of busy sales leaders. Make sure and speak with several references, now more than ever. Remember to ask the references questions about the candidate's ability to work independently and to educate themselves. Conduct a background check with a reputable company. As it is, you're flying a little bit blind by having never met them. Make sure you're hiring who you think they are. And if you're looking for a reputable background or reference check company, don't forget to check out our wonderful sponsor, Employment Screening Services. You can go to the saleshiringstraighttalk.com website and click on their link at the bottom of the page. We know this is a difficult time for everyone. We're encouraging you to stay safe and stay focused. Sales leaders, you'll get through this. Take these tips, go be virtual, and go hire. We started Sales Hiring Straight Talk with an assumption. At some point in the hiring process, the vast majority of companies bring candidates in for a face-to-face interview. Now we can't assume that. Your sales position may be open, but the office is closed. And typically, Suzanne, you have an opening. You read the candidate's resume. You conduct a phone interview. You have them complete their pre-hire assessment, which you've reviewed. And then you like what you see so far. Normally at this point, if you're interested, Jennifer, you bring them in for the first face-to-face interview. But now you can't. And this is likely to continue for the foreseeable future. You need a sales rep and you must social distance. Video conferencing is your vital new friend. If you've never interviewed virtually before, or maybe you're just looking for some additional ideas to make your sales hiring interviews even better, here are six tips to keep in mind when conducting that first interview by video conference now. Organize your technology. Schedule a set amount of time. Be and look professional. Help the candidate feel comfortable adjust some personal appearance standards, and have the right mindset. So Suzanne, let's talk a little bit more about each of those tips. Absolutely. Tip number one, organize and practice your technology ahead of time. Choose your video conference software and practice using it with any other participating employees before the interview. Make sure the lighting lets all of you see each other. Reach out to the candidate prior to the actual interview for a practice run to confirm everyone's technology is working well. The live interview is not the time to be figuring this out. And Jennifer, despite all the pre-planning, if on the day of the interview, any of you can't get on for some reason, don't waste time. Conduct the interview by conference call, asking the questions you had planned. The all-important plan B, right, Suzanne? That's right. And tip number two, schedule a set amount of time for the interview. First in-person interviews often run anywhere from one to two hours. In a virtual environment, you need to tell the candidate exactly how long the interview will be and then stick to it. Letting the candidate know the time frame is helpful to everyone because perhaps you and the candidate have commitments like someone watching a young child or an elderly parent during the interview time slot. If you've scheduled an hour, stop at least 10 minutes before to allow the candidate to ask any questions they may have. Assure them they can email you any additional questions after the interview and promise to get back to them as quickly as possible. That's so important for the candidate. 
That brings us to tip number three, be and look professional. Dress as you always would for the interview. Select a room in your house that is as neat and as orderly or as office-like as possible. Try to minimize noise and distractions. If other people are in the house with you, be sure and let them know you can't be disturbed during this time. A friend of mine who is working from home for the very first time has a note on the garage door when he's video conferencing. This lets his wife know to enter the house through the front door instead of the side door near his makeshift office. Clear communication is key right now. Virtual interview or not, candidates are looking at you as a potential employer and or a direct supervisor. They'll be watching your behavior in these difficult circumstances, forming opinions of you and your company. Which brings us to tip number four, help the candidate feel comfortable. Candidates will understandably have some anxiety around their interview skills on video versus how they usually present themselves in person. Put your candidate at ease by starting your video interview saying something like, Jane, our phone interview went well and your assessment results indicate the sales position seems to be a good fit for you. And that's why we invited you back for this interview. I regret we can't meet in person as we normally would. And I know this isn't the easiest time to be interviewing. So let's just both relax and do the best we can in this situation. And that brings us to tip number five, adjust some personal appearance standards. Most candidates take great care in the grooming department before an interview. They want to create a good first impression by making sure their outfit is pressed and neat or their hair is cut and styled. In this environment, some of that might be lacking, especially that hair part. The candidate should be as neat and presentable as possible. But their favorite interview outfit may be at the now-closed dry cleaner. Their slicked back hair or ponytail might be a result of not being able to get their hair cut for a while. Take all that into consideration. Pay extra attention to what they say in response to your questions versus how they look. Which brings us to our final tip, number six, have the right mindset for a virtual interview. Just because this is a virtual interview doesn't mean it can't be personal and even fun. Interviews are stressful to begin with, and now we're doing this in a whole new way, virtually. Work to let both your personalities come out in the video interview, just like they would in an in-person interview. Suzanne, I do a lot of virtual interviews and meetings, and I I always have the mindset that while the environment may be different, my desire to connect and get to know the other person is the same. Try to interact as if you're both in the same room together. Be authentic and be natural. That's so important. So Jennifer, let's review those six tips. Number one, organize your technology. Number two, schedule a set amount of time. And number three, be professional. Number four, help the candidate feel comfortable. Number five, adjust some personal appearance standards. And finally, number six, have the right mindset, even when it's virtual. We both emphasize the importance of creating a consistent sales hiring system. We suggest using a six-step process and even in challenging times like now. We do. And of the six steps, the one that often gets skipped is step number four, the second interview. And that's too bad because it allows you to take a second look at candidates instead of relying on the initial impression you got during the first interview. You may have to conduct your entire interview process virtually. And if so, it gives you no opportunity to interact with candidates in person so you can read and observe them. Because of this, the second interview takes on even greater importance. It does. You're missing valuable information by skipping this step. And Suzanne, this is information that you're going to find out after you hire them. Indeed. Here are six tips to keep in mind when conducting that second interview virtually. Always include the second interview in your hiring process. Inform candidates about a second interview up front. Speak with more than one candidate. Switch things up. 
address any concerns about your candidate, and require confirming documentation. So Jennifer, let's talk more about each of these tips. Tip number one, conduct that second interview. Especially with the added barrier of video conferencing, you really need that second look. It allows you to confirm that this candidate is the same one you met and liked the first time. Even if one candidate is by far your top contender after the first interview, stay true to your interview process. You have too much at stake to make your decision on one meeting only. You'll never regret the time and cost of a second interview as much as you might regret hiring the wrong person. Which brings us to tip number two. Inform the candidate about a second interview upfront. Share your process with candidates so they know what to expect. Say something like, we've been impressed with you so far and want to invite you for a first interview. Normally, we do this in person, but it will have to be virtual due to the current environment. Based on this first interview, our next step is to have a second virtual interview with all our candidates making it to round two. And adding to that thought, Suzanne, tip number three is speak with more than one candidate. Keep your impressions and your options open. Your first interview thoughts of who is your top candidate can change in the second interview. You might hear or see something in that second interview that confirms or challenges your first impression. Test all your first impressions and have a second look at your other candidates too, usually your second and third choices as well. That's a good point, Jennifer. Just a few months ago, a client of mine was sure he had identified his top candidate for his open sales position. I wasn't as convinced, suspecting the candidate had had problems with a previous employer. So I pushed my client to also interview his number two choice, a very well-qualified salesperson we both enjoyed meeting. During the second interview, when asked more questions about his previous employer, my client's first choice revealed new facts that supported my suspicions. We might have missed this without the second interview. We hired our second choice, and she just recently closed her first sale ahead of schedule. So that second interview brought you valuable insight, right, Suzanne? Absolutely. Which brings us to tip number four switch things up. It helps to see your top candidate in more than one situation, but you're limited as to how varied your virtual interview can be. So maybe you should change the time from your first interview. If you initially spoke to them at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, hold the second interview in the afternoon, like 3 p.m. on a Thursday. See if they're different in the morning versus the afternoon. That's good advice. Tip number five, address any concern about your candidate. If you had any apprehensions about your candidate, the second interview is the place to address them. Maybe you weren't satisfied with the first interview response when you asked them to share their most impactful discovery questions, for instance. You gave them the benefit of the doubt because there's a worldwide pandemic. They mentioned their spouse had been furloughed, and being interviewed virtually can be stressful. Be flexible, but they are professional salespeople speaking to you about your job. If you have any reservations about an answer they gave, revisit it during the second interview. Absolutely. And our last tip, number six, ask for confirmation of their performance claims. Don't be sold about a candidate's past performance or awards without asking for proof to back up their claims. Ask for performance reviews, quarterly or year-end revenue reports, emails, or memos about winning a sales contest. Consider this a type of background check, something that should be easy to supply in this digital electronic age. This information provides confirmation of performance and not just taking the candidate's word on it. Suzanne, let's review those six tips one last time. Great idea. Tip number one, always include the second interview in your hiring process. Tip number two, inform candidates about a second interview upfront. Tip number three, 
speak with more than one candidate. Tip number four, switch things up. Tip number five, address any concerns about your candidate. And tip number six, require confirming documentation. We've been offering six tips in six minutes for sales leaders needing to adapt their hiring process to a new environment. That's right, Suzanne. And today we're talking about step number five in our hiring process, that sometimes dreaded reference check. Mm -hmm. The difference now is you're speaking to references about a candidate you have yet to meet in person and who may have to continue to be a virtual hire, at least for the foreseeable future. And the key reason for checking references hasn't changed, and that's to learn more about your candidate from people who know them better. But today, you need to add reference questions you might not have asked in the past, questions that give you a good indication of your new hire's ability to function on their own as a remote worker. So today, we're going to switch things up a little bit. Instead of six tips, we're going to offer six questions in six minutes that you should be asking of candidate references. The first three are, Compared to others you've managed, how quickly did they get up to speed? Compared to others you've managed, how much of your management time did they require? And can you give me an example of something the candidate taught themselves about the job? Your next three questions are, did they ever have to collaborate with others to learn things about the job? And if so, with whom and how? How would you describe their organization and time management skills? And finally, have they worked in a remote or virtual environment for you? And if so, what did they find challenging? So Suzanne, now let's talk about why these six questions are good to ask. Question number one, compared to others you've managed, how quickly did they get up to speed? Once you've hired a few reps, you know how long it takes them to get their new position. Is your candidate someone who learns really quickly or will need some time to learn the job before getting up to speed? You won't be there with them, so you need to find out what to expect and how to help. Absolutely. And that brings us to question number two. Compared to others you've managed, how much of your management time did they require? Not everyone requires the same amount of your time or attention. Learn more about what the candidate needed in previous positions to help you manage them, especially in this virtual environment. Because you have not yet met them in person, getting insights from those who have can be helpful and valuable in onboarding. And that brings us to question number three. Can you give an example of something the candidate taught themselves about the job? No matter how comprehensive the training program, you can't teach your candidate everything. Does your candidate have a history of learning aspects of the job on their own? In a virtual situation, you want to know if your candidate is a self-starter. Absolutely. And question number four, did they ever have to collaborate with others to learn things about the job? If so, with whom and how did they do that? People are often reluctant to admit they don't know or understand something, but when you're in a new job, you might have to reach out and ask for help. Was your candidate able to request assistance from peers and coworkers in the company? How did they go about that? So important to know. Question number five, how would you describe their organization and time management skills? Your candidate might have to work on their own more than other sales reps you've hired before. How organized were they? How successfully did they structure their day, week, month, or quarter in their last position? And finally, question number six, have they worked in a remote or virtual environment in the past? And if so, what did they find challenging about working that way? We all know sales itself can be lonely. And now even the best salespeople talk about the potential added loneliness and isolation of working virtually. At the same time, they do recognize and enjoy many of the benefits. Find out how your candidate feels about working virtually, both the downsides and the pluses. When asking your candidate for references, be clear about the types of people you want to speak with. 
here are three good options. The first being a former manager who supervised them virtually. Find out what it was like to interact with your candidate when they were working solo. Was your candidate easy to reach? Did he or she return calls promptly? Were they on time for virtual staff and one-on-one meetings? Another option is a coworker who they had to keep in touch with virtually. You want to learn how your candidate relates to fellow employees. Do others consider them to be polite, flexible, and professional? Finally, ask to speak to one of their customers where the contacts were largely virtual, phone, email, or video conference. Since they'll be representing you, it's important to know if your candidate called on the customer at appropriate intervals and what kind of client experience they provided virtually. For more information or a more in-depth discussion of checking references, listen to our podcast, Episode 5.1, Reference Check, found in our podcast library. If checking references is new to you or not something you want to do, don't forget our sponsor, Employment Screening Services. Their logo is at the bottom of our webpage, Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Just click on that logo for more information. They've been doing references for 30 years and have it down to a science. Finally, we know this is a challenging time for everyone. Just stay safe and stay focused. Sales leaders, you'll get through this. Take these tips, go be virtual, and go hire. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk, so your sales hiring interviews rock.